0: What the game's all about. All of a sudden you feel like you can't miss. You couldn't make that if you tried that again. Absolutely not. What up, what up? Welcome to Buckets, the fancy basketball podcast here on the Action Network. I'm your host, Dan Titus, as usual, with my boy, Adam Kaufler. It's playoff time, guys. We're finally at this point. Some of you are already in the playoffs, but uh, It's game time. So we're going to talk about the schedule, some notable news, and uh, some streaming options that you'll want to consider. So first off, from the jump, I got to shout out my Hokies for taking down the ACC championship. I went to Virginia Tech in 2004 when we first joined the ACC. So I got to watch J.J. Reddick, Chris Paul, all these guys. Like, I watched Virginia Tech basketball pretty much go from nothing to something. So it's great to see. Love it, love it, love it. And then also, before we jumped on, Tom Brady's returning to the NFL. That was pretty like, short. It's
1: like really random news on a Sunday night, though. Like, yeah. just all of a sudden, I, I'm, I'm, I'm looking at my phone. I see some notifications. And I'm like, hmm, I thought everybody was saying it was unlikely he was coming
0: back. Of course, he does it right during Selection Sunday, too. It's like NCAA can't live. Basketball can't live. It's always about NFL. But let's talk about NBA. All right, so let's kick it off. Anthony Simons has been one of the best pickups this season, but we haven't seen him on the court in a little bit of time. And the Portland Trailblazers are clearly in tank mode right now, so... Want to know more about Brandon Williams and um and Wofford. I mean, I think these guys are probably the most logical pickups given that they play 12 games over the next three weeks.
1: Yeah, Trailblazers are gonna look they're looking like one of the teams um that you're gonna be able to get a lot of value from here down uh, coming down the, the stretch in the fantasy playoffs. Like we saw uh last season with teams like Houston and Detroit, right? Kelly Olinick, KJ Martin. Uh these guys are big time players for you in the fantasy playoffs last season. We could be seeing the same thing uh here in Portland with guys like Trenton Watford and Brandon Williams. If you can stomach some of the shooting inefficiencies, but right now they're running, you know, they've got Anthony Simons out. He'll be reevaluated in one to two weeks. That doesn't mean he's coming back in one to two weeks. That means he'll be reevaluated. In one, uh, typically like, you know, teams that's, you know, not competing for anything. That typically means they're going to shut him down. Uh, which is a shame because yeah, like you said, he was one of the pickups of the season and he was looking like a guy. I was going to get you like 30 and 10 on a nightly basis down the stretch. Justice Winslow has been out for a little while. We, we heard, two or three days ago, they said that he was nearing a return, but they also said the same thing about Anthony Simons. Uh, We haven't heard anything about Winslow recently, but um, if he comes back, like he could, he could jump into some pretty like heavy minutes and high usage uh, for the trailblazers. He's not like a, you know, a a solidified guy who's going to like, they're going to like shut down necessarily. So uh, if he comes back, I kind of like justice Winslow to to step up and he could have been dropped by a lot of people. Uh, At one point he was like 50% roster, but now he's like 20% roster in Yahoo league. So Give him a look if, if the news comes out that he's uh, going to be playing. But, yeah, Trenton Wofford was, has been ranked the top 55 player the last, uh, I think, in the month of March. And then Brandon Williams, more of a points league guy, uh, as not so good in nine cap. But he's going to get you points. He's going to get you assists. He's going to get you threes. Um, so, yeah, a couple of these guys down the stretch for Portland. Drew Eubanks, too, just signed a, a, a 10-day contract. So he looks like a, another guy as long as they're playing a, a big lineup there in Portland.
0: Um, but, yeah, there's going to be a lot of value for the Trailblazers, especially with those 12 games the next three weeks. Yeah, Eubanks had a pretty good game last game against the Wizards. I mean, it is the Wizards, two tanking teams playing against each other, but he did drop 20 points, 12 rebounds and three assists. So he doesn't really have that much competition in the front court with Yusuf Nurkic, probably also not coming back, just given with the state of the Portland Trailblazers at this point. And we haven't really got an update on him. So, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if we don't see oh. him again.
1: Yeah. I want to bring up something really interesting real quick. So it's funny we say these teams are tanking. Portland is like a game out of the play-in. So it's like the NBA's really done something. It's like a really it's a good thing that there's more like, you know, competition and parity at the back end of the standings. Um, but it's like weird. It's like, do these teams want to go for it and get into the play in, or do they want to like sit this one out and like get a better draft pick? Um, you see a team like New Orleans, like they trading for CJ McCollum and like putting out pretty good product. It remains to be seen what happens with a team, a guy like Brandon Ingram because New Orleans looks really good with like a full lineup with Ingram healthy, but obviously he's out for, you know, a, a week. Um, but yeah, like New Orleans is, I think a game ahead of Portland, but they're totally two, totally different teams at this point. Like Portland can't compete. New Orleans can compete. So just, so I think Portland knows that and they know they're not going to get into the play so they, they might as well just tank this one out and, you know, let Nurkic
0: and Simons just stay on the sidelines. Yeah, at this point, I'm thinking that the Pelicans are probably going to be the ones that skate into the playoffs there. Um, Let's talk about also the Phoenix Suns. You know, obviously, Chris Paul is not going to be back for your fantasy playoffs. So uh, they do play a four game week here and they don't play on Monday. So you do get them on Tuesday, Wednesday, back to back. But is there anybody on that squad that you're looking at for streaming options? Yeah, so
1: Phoenix is you're pretty solidified in some of your options there. Uh, Most people roster you know, DeAndre and Devin Booker, obviously campaign at this point is highly rostered. um, So you're probably not able to get him, but you know, they play a nice little back-to-back on Tuesday, Wednesday, Tuesday, to four game slate, which is nice. Uh, You know, not many, very many teams play that, that day while uh, uh, there's 12 games on Wednesday, which is a, which is a very, uh, you know, highly played slate. So, um, but you get the back-to-back if you need it uh, Tuesday and Wednesday, Uh, you know, you can look at Aaron holiday, obviously uh, cam Johnson's been out for the last uh, couple of weeks. Uh, I think with a, with a quad injury, I believe. Uh, So take a, uh, take a look at his status, but as long as he continues to be out, I mean, Jay Crowder's a guy that definitely needs to be rostered. And then if you need like rebounds and blocks, JaVale McGee's been doing that off the bench. Um, So he's another guy who who could
0: potentially stream beginning of this week. Shout out to Bizback Biombo donating his whole salary to build a, was it a hospital in, uh, he's a good dude in Congo. So yeah, respect to that. But uh, yeah, I agree with you. I think really uh, the only ones probably floating on waiver wires would be Cam Johnson. If anyone dropped him after his injury. And then also Jay Crowder, if you need some steals, some threes, I think Jay Crowder is a good guy to add there. Let's talk about some other teams with a a pretty favorable schedule here, Utah. They're in a pretty good position here. Um, So we could see Rudy Gobert potentially Donovan Mitchell, maybe miss some time. Um, But is there anybody else that you you could be streaming uh, for Utah here? Uh, Utah's got a,
1: they got a pretty tight rotation there. I mean, the only guy that's probably available in some leagues is, is a guy like Royce O'Neal. So as long as Utah's playing competitive games, which they actually have, they have a nice little schedule here in week 21. I mean, they play on the heavy slates, uh, Monday, Wednesday, uh, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, Sunday. However, they're all against good teams. So you, yeah. you, you figure, you figure Utah going to be running out their guys against Milwaukee, Chicago, the Clippers and the Knicks. No back-to-backs there, like I said. So they, they said Rudy Gobert's, you know, quote-unquote, injury, uh, shouldn't uh, have him missing any more time. He missed uh, Saturday's game, I think it was, or Sunday. Yeah, Saturday's game, uh, you know, with a foot injury, but it was a second night of a back-to-back, I believe, against the Kings. Uh, so that's obviously not an injury. That's more of a rest situation, like you said. Uh, and Hassan Whiteside ate against his former team, uh, to be expected in, a, in that uh, scenario. Uh, but yeah, I like I like Royce O'Neal if you're going to be streaming anybody from the Jazz and and Hassan Whiteside. Actually, now that I think of it, because he's even he's getting 20 minutes off the bench. You know, Gobert doesn't really play more than 30 minutes at this point, so Hassan Whiteside can can uh, uh, produce in just uh, limited minutes there.
0: Yeah, a couple other options for uh, late week streaming options. You got the Washington Wizards. They play a back to back on Friday and Saturday against the Knicks and the Lakers. You got the Cleveland Cavaliers who play against the Denver Nuggets and the. Detroit Pistons. And then you got the Lakers going up against Toronto and Washington. So um those are the, in the four game for the teams that play four games, you know, those ones you potentially could look for some streaming options. Washington is, I don't know about Washington, man. Like there's a, I guess there's a tons of people on, on waivers for Washington. It's just a matter of the matchup here Um and going against the Lakers, I think, and the Knicks, you know, two teams that are, the, the Lakers are fighting for a playoff spot, but the Knicks are absolutely horrendous. So um you might get some value out of like a, reaching here with Kispert if Gafford doesn't play maybe you got Thomas Bryant
1: KCP had 26 points the other night when uh, when Chris Stapps Porzingis sat out on the I believe this was the second night of a back-to-back against yeah. Portland so yeah. you know take a look they do have the back-to-back like you said on on Friday Saturday so Chris Stapps is probably going to sit one of those games out so I do like you know KCP Corey Kispert and uh, Rui Hashimura as well has been putting up double figures scoring and, and uh, getting some boards uh, off the bench for the Wizards. So take a look at those guys, especially uh, as you know, that minutes are going to uh, free up a little bit with Chris Stapps out one of those games.
0: Yeah. And Cleveland, do you see anybody worth streaming off of that team? I mean, Dean Wade's been getting started minutes, but hasn't really produced much. Um, it just really I don't know. know—they're They're running a pretty tight rotation themselves. Um, in terms of fantasy value, so yeah, I don't, I don't know what what Cleveland Cavaliers I'm jumping to the waiver wires to get, even if it's uh, you know, that small Saturday slate. Sounds like most,
1: yeah. I think everybody on that team is pretty much rostered outside of Dean Wade, and you just can't trust him even as a starter. Like he 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 plays heavy minutes, but doesn't doesn't do a whole lot. You know, he does something once every fifth game, so it's he's hard to, you know, the Cavs the Cavs do play uh they play four games this week and they play on a on a light slate Saturday, which is kind of nice. Um, so we've got a nice little schedule there. So if you if you do want to stream like a guy like Dean Wade, if Karis Levert continues to be out and Lori Markinen has to miss some time, yeah, Dean Wade is is the only guy there that's probably uh, available and, and uh you know you can stream and be, you know, somewhat happy with it. Like Chetty Osman, you know, he doesn't really do much outside score. Um sometimes he puts up like you know five rebounds, five assists, but not not very often. So I I'm kind
0: of cool on uh on using my transactions on uh, Cavaliers. Yeah, I feel like he always does that when there's like a point guard missing. Uh, there's simply light in the backcourt. True. true. Okay, let's move to those teams that uh, have three games. Let's talk about the Pistons for a second because they actually work out, you know, in terms of like keeping them rostered. They play on Tuesday, they play on Thursday and they play on Saturday. So they're avoiding all of the major slate games. So I think you'll definitely want to stash some Pistons here. But the question is like, which ones do you do you actually stash here? Like Hamadou Diallo has been out. Uh, most of the mainstays of like the Sadiq Bays and the Jeremy Grants, the... Uh, Kate Cunningham's they're all rostered but so would you take a flyer on a guy like a Corey Joseph or uh, Marvin Bagley
1: yeah I'm actually I'm actually totally cool taking a flyer on Corey Joseph I actually think it's a really good it's actually a really good call in terms of a streaming option he's got he's averaging five assists in his last two games um, he's been starting for Killian Hayes has been out Kelly Olynyk is an interesting guy he doesn't he just doesn't get the minutes that I would think that he would behind Marvin Bagley who's been getting the starts and like, we talked like the Pistons. Yes, they only have three games, but they have the most favorable schedule this week playing on Tuesday, which is a four game slate Thursday, which is a one game slate. It's just Detroit and Orlando. And then Saturday is a four game slate. So, you know, for 100% certainty that you're getting three games out of those guys, like a, a team that plays four games, like Utah, like they're on slates of 12 games. So you could like sit Royce O'Neill on Wednesday and Friday, and not even be able to get him into your starting lineup, for example. So even though Utah has four games, like you, you might be able to get more games out of Marvin Bagley and Corey Joseph. Those would be my two priority
0: ads there for the Pistons right now. And what about the Orlando Magic? They also play Tuesday, Thursday, but they instead of playing on Saturday, they play on Sunday. Is there anyone from the Magic? Because their rotation has been really tricky to to kind of pin down here. Marco Fultz has, has been getting more minutes with Jalen Suggs out of the lineup, but then... You know, I've seen Gary Harris starting to get more minutes now, and and RJ Hampton is also in the mix, and Mo Bamba is playing better, and I don't know. There's just a lot of bodies in Orlando, but who who do you think you will actually go to the waiver wire to select? Markel Fultz,
1: hundred percent. Jalen Suggs, Jalen Suggs is playing on Sunday as we're talking, and Markel Fultz has put up 11 assists off the bench in like in like 17 minutes. Like Mark Markell Fultz looks like the real deal. I mean, it's against the Sixers, right? So he's he's showing off narrative there. (laughs) Yeah. Showing off for his, uh, you know, against his old team, obviously, but uh, that game's in Orlando. So it's not like he's back in Philly uh, having the yips or whatever, but yeah, again, this is a, this is another case of a very favorable schedule plays Brooklyn on Tuesday, Detroit on Thursday and uh, Oklahoma city on Sunday. I mean, even if you just want to hold, you know, Markel folds for Tuesday, Thursday, get two games out of them. You can drop them at that point and then you know take a, take a guy who plays two games in three nights um, at the end of the week. Cause again, it's uh, it comes down to maximizing your games here in the playoffs. You want to the least amount of transactions for the most number of games. And remember, all you have to do is win in, in a categories league. All you gotta do is win five categories. If you have if you're in a nine cat league, four or five categories, if you're in a, an eight cat league. So just keep that in mind and, and make sure you're you know, targeting the categories that you really need. If you don't need assists,
0: Markel Fultz might not be your guy because That's what he's going to give you. He's going to give you assists. So on that point, uh, I think it's probably worthwhile mentioning the teams that you'll want to avoid for streaming purposes. Miami Heat, they only play two games, so you can pretty much scratch them off your list outside of like the main players like Jimmy Butler. And well, we don't even know if he's going to play. He's been in and out of the lineup so frequently, but I should say like Bam Adebayo, um, you know, Tyrell Hero. But um, what other teams are you kind of avoiding for streaming purposes um, with three games heading into week 21?
1: Yeah, the Clippers have a really bad schedule. Um, they play three games, and they're all they're Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Wednesday and Friday being twelve game slates. So, if you have any Clippers, you're probably starting them on Monday because nine games. You likely uh, you fill out your starting lineup with that. But then after that, like on a twelve game slate, there's like name a Clipper that you're you know super confident starting game in and game out. Reggie Jackson, uh, not really. Ty Lue just said he's going to find rest for some guys down the stretch, and he actually mentioned Reggie Jackson. So, for me, if I have Reggie Jackson, like I'm okay, let him go after Monday, right? After they play Cleveland, I'm okay dropping him because there's going to be other guys that you can even play on Wednesday and Friday. They're going to fill your lineup, and Reggie Jackson just going to have there's not going to be any use for him, especially because the Clippers only play six games. Weeks 22 and 23 cumulatively. At this
0: point, like if he's going to get his men's going to be cut down and they don't play a lot of games, like I'm not interested in that. Uh, the Warriors don't have that great of a schedule. And you figure the people that have been rostered that have been helpful for the Warriors, like Jonathan Kaminga, Moses Moody. Um, I expect Moses Moody's minutes to kind of drop with Jordan Poole playing so well, but then also Draymond Green's coming back on Monday. So yep. you got to figure Jonathan Kaminga's value is probably going to take a slight hit once he comes back because they're going to need, with how bad the Warriors have been playing over the course of the last, you know, pretty much ever since Draymond went out, they've been inconsistent and they need to find their rhythm right before the playoffs here. So I'd expect Kaminga's value to probably tank a little bit as a result of him.
1: I, I love Kuminga's long-term outlook in the league. I think he's going to be a really good player. I put out a poll yesterday that said, who are you taking uh, for their career? Scotty Barnes or Jonathan Kuminga? I mean, Kuminga reminds me of a kind of a Sean Marion type, like just a high flyer, can shoot a little bit, just runs around the floor, doesn't doesn't get very many assists, but is active on the defensive end. That's like Sean Marion to a tee. Uh, I mean, obviously Sean Marion sort of did everything very well. I, it, he's a little bit more polished, um but I think there's a lot of potential there for for Kaminga uh, in the future. I don't know if you want to get into that now, but <laughs> let's stick for now. Let's stick. No, to, let's, I'm, I'm, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Go I'm ahead. a Big
0: fan of a big fan of Kaminga, and um I don't know. Like I, I feel like I, I do like the Marion comparison, and just in terms of his skill set. uh The one thing about Marion that always bugged me was his shooting form. Of course. But outside of outside of that, like I think Kaminga's J is a bit a bit healthier, but. Sean Marion figured it out, right? Like by the time he got to Dallas winning championships or a championship, like he was a really solid player, but fantasy gold for many years. So I like that comparison. Um, But want to go back to the reason why I wouldn't want to stream the Golden State Warriors. They play Monday and Wednesday, and then they take a break till Sunday. So you're not not getting anything from the Warriors after Wednesday, essentially. That's,
1: that's a really, that's actually, that's a great point. That's a, that's a rough schedule. And and I'll give you another, give you a team with another rough schedule, the Chicago Bulls. Now, obviously, right, you're you're holding on to your your stud Demar and Nikola Vucevic, but what do you do with Alex Caruso? He came back on Saturday, played well, had I think four stocks, four steals, yeah. He just he's he's really good on the defensive end. However, the Bulls play three games; they play Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Like, is Alex Caruso going to make it into your starting lineup on Wednesday and Friday? Maybe, maybe not, especially because those two games are against Utah and Phoenix, two very good teams. So he's not going to have as many opportunities likely to pick up those stocks uh, in my opinion. So I'm not sure that I'd be running to go pick up Alex Caruso. if you're playing in week 21, now here's the, here's the thing. If you have a buy in week 21, Alex Caruso is a fantastic pickup as the bulls start the week uh, 22 with a Monday, Tuesday back to back and they play four games that week. So you're going to have a competitive advantage. If you, uh, pick up Caruso and you don't need him for week 21,
0: but he could help you out a lot in week 22. That's a great point. Um, in wake of Alex Caruso's return, are you what are you doing with Io Dasimu? Are you holding him? I mean, he did still play 36 minutes, dropped 17 uh, with two rebounds and three assists, two steals, uh, actually four stocks, damn, two steals and two blocks. Um, so he looks like he's pretty safe um, in terms of value. He's safe
1: insofar as Zach Levine is out of the lineup. So Zach Levine didn't play that game. I'm okay with the holding on to IO. But once Zach Levine is there, Caruso, DeMar DeRozan, like IO is going to take a hit. Even if he's starting, he's still going to take a hit. So yeah, I'm okay streaming him as long as Zach Levine's out. But you know, once Levine comes back, you're going to see his usage sort of tamper down. There's no way that he can still put up those numbers with DeRozan, Levine, and Caruso all in the backcourt for the
0: Bulls. If you have a buy in week 21, who are the type of people that you're statching? I know you already went over some of them like Alex Caruso, um the the trailblazers you know brandon brandon williams and trendon watford but uh what other guys do you like for the uh, week 22 week 23 perhaps
1: the guys i don't like so I, i'll turn it that, on that's you why, that's say, probably easier to answer right <laughs> it is a little bit because there's there's uh there's three teams with with just two games in week 22 the clippers gross absolutely disgusting so that's what we're talking that's what we're talking about no clippers should be rostered after monday Essentially. Um, The Sacramento Kings and the San Antonio Spurs. So all your, you know, and, and uh, ugh, and they play on the the out of the two games they play on heavy slates. They play on the twelve game slate that Kings and the Spurs do. So, you know, outside of your Dejounte Murray's, like you could even cut bait with like Devin Vassell and and uh, Keldon Johnson. Even like you're gonna get one game out of these guys most likely week twenty two. But okay, so so in terms of guys that I'm stashing, right? I'm stashing like an Alex Caruso. Um, justice Winslow, like I brought him up earlier. Like if he, if he returns, he's going to, they're going to play eight games in week 22 and week 23. And we saw what he did with the heavy minutes when he first came over to Portland and the trade from the Clippers, he could potentially be a league winner that, you know, is, is not getting the, um, the attention that he needs. Just, just keep an eye on, I'm just telling you, keep an eye on the, on the injury news, type in justice Winslow on the Twitter search. Just kind of keep your eye on that. Um, the Mavericks have four games. Uh, that looks like a pretty nice schedule. Um, Maxi Kleba there, Dwight Powell. Um, those are a couple guys in, in in Dallas that I like. Houston, uh, Houston has a nice little, uh, nice little schedule in week 22. And they got a back to back. Like you wonder what they're going to do with Christian Wood. He keeps coming in and out of the lineup that should give minutes to Alper and Shangoon, but he can't stay out of foul trouble. He picked up four fouls on Sunday in seven minutes. So you know I like that kid to death, but if he can't stay on the court, it's going to be you know rough sledding for him. But two games against Portland next week back to back, like Shangoon's going to get a start there for sure, and he should dominate uh, Drew Eubanks. So uh, that's another guy that I'm looking at, and also KJ Martin too. If Houston starts to tank and and rest some players down the stretch, but uh, I wouldn't go you know overboard and trying to trying to get those guys. Just just one kind of point to make though, if if you're on a buy in week 21 and say you've got like four or five transactions for the week. Like, set your team up on, on, you know, Saturday and Sunday of this week uh, for week 22. Like, make sure you're maximizing your schedule week 22. Like, go ahead and hit that, you know, select, uh, set your lineup thing. And, uh, like, on Yahoo, you can set your line for the entire week and sort of see how it fills out. And if you've got, like, two guys on your bench on Wednesday, which is the heavy slate, like – See what you can do to, you know, make it work to maximize the number of games by having guys play on other days. Instead, most likely you're going to have a couple of guys that are streamable right at the back end of your bench that you can drop. I mean, I know in in most of my leagues, I'm, um, you know, I've got four or five guys probably that I can come in on my lineup at any given time. So definitely make sure you're maximizing those streams Tuesday and Thursday on, in week 22, looking like the, the light slates are four games and
0: five games. So, so definitely take a look at that uh, as you're looking ahead for week 22. Good point. Um, no disagreement there, man. Um, and looking at some of the teams here, like the Phoenix Suns, they don't play until Wednesday, and then they got a back-to-back Wednesday, Thursday, and then don't play again until Sunday. So they're going to be a pretty tricky team, um, to roster there. Um, and also the Boston Celtics do not have the most favorable schedule. Chicago is the only team that played
1: the back-to-back in week twenty-two to start the to start the week. Like we talked about, getting rid of Io if Zach Levine comes back, but like. On a back to back, like Levine probably will miss one of those games if he's been, you know, in that lineup for injury. Uh, I would hold Io and Alice Caruso if if week twenty one. I'm on a buy, hundred percent.
0: Yeah, the Celtics they they're pretty much done after Wednesday. They don't play they don't play games between Wednesday and and Sunday. So that's so gross. That's so gross. Yeah, that's going to be tough for the Jalen Browns and, and Jason Tatum's Robert Williams managers of the world so
1: next season. Are you, are you, are you drafting like based on, are
0: you drafting superstars based on fantasy playoff schedules? Um, probably not. You know, I think that there's also opportunities midway to trade for certain superstars that have fantasy favorable schedules. I think you were really good about identifying those players, you know, weeks ago. Um, I think I probably, I probably go for that more so than, you know, just banking on the fact that, Hey, this guy's got an awesome schedule you know, 23 weeks down the line. Cause a lot of things can change in, in any kind of fantasy season. I mean, football, we're only talking, you know, 18, 17 weeks here, basketball is freaking 21. So yeah, too much variables I, for.
1: I agree. But play. if, if, if you're really good and you're gunning for that first round buy, and then you take a look and you're like, man, the San Antonio Spurs have two games. They, they got the worst possible schedule. And like, I'm sitting here and I still got DeJounte Murray on my hands and I have a first round buy. And now I'm going to get two games out of DeJounte Murray when I like imagine if DeJounte Murray had four games.
0: Yeah, like, I mean, but that's that's the argument for you got to be managing your roster all season. Like to to have somebody as good as DeJounte Murray only play two games. I mean, in a weekly league, that's probably fine because it's a points like he'll just put up mad numbers. Listen, man,
1: but this is the
0: leagues, man. That's tough to uh, It's a tough pill to swallow. You're not going to be getting your my best player.
1: For my article on Rotoballer, I, I wrote about selling high on DeJounte Murray. He already missed one of the games. He missed a back-to-back this past week. And then in, in week 21, the Spurs have a nice little schedule. They got four games. But then if you've got a first-round buy, if your team's really good, which a lot of DeJounte Murray teams are really good this season, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. And you only get him for two games in week 22. I hope you can survive and make it to the fantasy championship because it, it's going to be tough with only two games DeJounte Murray.
0: Fair, fair. But that'll do it for the week twenty-one fantasy look ahead. Make sure you check out actionnetwork.com to get a summation of what we talked about today, along with some betting angles with myself and Joe Delira. Download the Action Network app to tail our action experts and also track your bets. Make sure you download Prize Picks; they're doing some awesome stuff for a bunch of different stuff for March Madness. I mean, the combine just passed. They had all the props you can get. So if you guys are looking for unique, differentiating DFS content, that's where you want to be. Use promo code ACTION10, ACTION10. That would match your first deposit up to $100. And uh, make sure you check out Adam on Twitter, at Adam Koffler. I'm at Dan Titus. We'll see you next week. Let's get buckets.